Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm able to receive information that people are not telling you <laughs> and also information that the person themselves may not even have fully admitted to themselves or have a full awareness of. The key is for people to really follow and listen to um, the things that they're curious about. And to recognize that that too is intuition. Yes, I think absolutely. people think it needs to be like you're hearing the voice of God for right. intuition, right? Like right. suddenly into your mind's eye or into your mind's ear comes like, Hello, turn left at the light. Right. Hi, I'm Dr. Amy Robbins and welcome to Life, Death, and the space between. I'm always fascinated by people who have had intuitive experiences since early childhood. And Ebony Banks is one of those people. She's from a lineage of healers and wellness practitioners on both sides of her family. And her maternal great-grandmother read poems for a living in the 1940s. Her late father was a social worker and hypnotherapist who owned and operated a private mental health clinic. Her inspiration to serve others began as a child and continues to this day. Welcome, Ebony. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you today. I'm excited to hear. So I'm always captivated by people who have come from a lineage of intuitive healers in this way, because it does make you wonder what the genetic link to that is. You know, I think some people can learn it along the way. I was certainly one of those people. It was not something that, uh, that I was kind of a child and experiencing kind of these external, um, inputs for lack of a better word, but I'm very curious (laughs) Tell me when you first noticed this, how it started for you and, and how it was in your family growing up to have that as, you know, sort of like being left-handed, right? Like it's just something passed down. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting because, you know, I grew up um, going to church every Sunday. And so for me at church, I was having, you know, I grew up in a Baptist, a black Baptist church. And so I was seeing people, um, 
you know, experience what we call, you know, getting, catching the Holy Ghost, right? Mm. And also like speaking in tongues, you know, and I didn't understand any of that as a child. Um, but it did give me, I made some sort of connection that the intuitive experiences I was having were spiritual because I saw these spiritual things happening with mm-hmm. people at church. So somehow my little brain like understood that it was a spiritual thing. But at that time, I really just knew things that people didn't tell me. And because I was a child, you know, and I didn't have the language and also, you know, didn't know and other people knowing things people didn't tell them. I essentially used to rationalize it by telling myself, oh, I'm just really smart. <laughs> that's that's how I know these things people don't tell me because I'm really smart. And then I would also go to the opposite end and say, oh, I'm really bad because I know things that people don't tell me, which means I shouldn't know it because no one has told me, you know? Mm -hmm. So I was just very much confused as a child. Um, And then the, you know, I didn't learn about my family until I was older, you know? And I speak mostly about my maternal great-grandmother who read poems because she and I have a lot of similarity. Um, And then my dad, who kind of went into this healing modality as a social worker and opened this clinic, but there are other people in my family as well. You know, I um, I shared a story recently about my great uncle Jack, who was my um, my maternal great uncle, and he and my sister, my sister who's five years older than me, were really really close as she was growing up. And when she was, I believe she was five, having her sixth birthday, or maybe four, having her fifth birthday, but she was having a big birthday party on her birthday. And my uncle Jack said to her, you know, I'm not going to be able to make your birthday party tomorrow. And my little sister, little as in she was little at that time, Mm -hmm. um, she said, you know, well, why not? You know, he's her best friend. Right. And she's like, well, why won't you be able to come to my party? And he said, oh, the Lord told me he's going to take me tonight. And he literally died in his sleep that evening. And he was not a sick person. There was nothing wrong, you know. So there are other people family experiences beyond the two, you know, my dad and my maternal great grandmother. And again, it's on both sides of my family. So, you know, I think you're right. I think some of this is definitely, um, the use of my ability is because other people in my family, like were aware and used it as well, you know? So was there as a child, did you ever experience any fear around this or was it, did it, I mean, you said that you often attributed it to you were a bad kid in some way because you shouldn't know these things. And I think that's probably a common experience is when you don't have the words and the grownups aren't helping you, you make your own sense of whatever you're experiencing. Absolutely. And you attribute your own meaning to it. So what kind of meaning did you attribute to this? And at what point did you feel, do you feel like you really understood, um, the power in it all? Well, I think because I was in a church going family, it helped me understand like just non-physical in general, you know, like I, because I grew up in the church and the church was so rooted in that and, and the way it talked about God and Jesus, you know, like I knew that that was real and that that was a thing. And I easily accepted that, you know, that there is a non-physical world that exists in addition to our physical one. So I, I don't think I experienced any fear around it. I just um, didn't understand it, you know, and I never talked to anyone about it. So, you know, I was just, you know, having my own experiences of it. And what I can recall very clearly is um, me thinking about it in terms of 
it being a little annoying for me, you know, because I would, in the moment, if it was happening while I was playing or doing something, I would, you know, note that it's happening and then, you know, kind of say to myself, well, I wish you would stop or go away. (laughs) You know, like, I don't want to do this. Um, So for you, does it, does it, tell us how it shows up for you because you have a very clear, 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 Yes. In terms of how information gets communicated, which to me was fascinating. Yes. So present day, it shows up in many ways because I, of the seven clear senses, I experience four of them very strongly. And the main one is clear tangent, which is clear touch. And for people who are clear tangent, we are typically also automatically experiencing clear sentient, which is clear feeling and um, clairvoyant, which is clear clear seeing, and also some clear cognizant, which is clear knowing, because the touch is kind of what triggers the other things. So present day, we know when I'm with a client and I touch them, or I use a teddy bear for remote sessions, the exact same thing happens when I'm using a teddy bear, which is fascinating. Um, but um, I'm able to like feel um, how they're feeling. Right. And it's not just the emotion that they're feeling like presently. I can literally feel um, the love, pain. I can feel texture. I can see texture. Um, So there's just random things. I get images in my mind's eye that give me information. And, you know, the way I understand it, I think everyone is doing all of these things on a beginner's level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's specific to certain kinds of people. I think it's natural to human beings overall to receive information in these other ways. And, you know, a, a really basic example, you know, is um, Claire, I think it's Claire Gustance, which is the one around, oh no, Claire Olfactance, which is clear smell. And, you know, one way that we all do it on a basic level is when something is burning. You know, we all know that it's burning because we can smell our, our receiving the smell tells us that there's something in our environment that's burning and that is information. So, you know, in that very basic way, we are all doing it. And if you choose to, you know, explore more and expand your use of it, you absolutely can. But I think we're all doing it. But that's coming through our basic five senses. Yes. So how do you differentiate that from the clear senses? Well, because, well, it depends on which clear you're referring to. So in the example that I just shared, um, you know, you can get more information than just the superficial information that something is burning. You may... Got it. You understand. And so that's when it becomes more of a clear use of that and not just your five cents use of that. That's when it kind of develops, it expands from the beginner level to an intermediate or an advanced level use. How does it transfer to more advanced use? Like, can you walk me through, I call you up for a session. Mm-hmm. What does it look like? I'm not, I don't live near you. Yeah. What does our work look like through a teddy bear of all things? I know, I know. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
yet. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So I essentially share with the person via email, you know, I ask them to be hands-free and use headphones, ask them to be alone in the room so I don't pick up on other people's energy, although like pets and, and babies are fine. And I also ask that they are laying in a yoga shavasana position, which is a yoga resting pose where you're just on your back, arms and legs to the side, because that way I can access their energy more easily than say if they're, you know, um, sitting with their legs crossed or sitting in another position that will like constrict their energy in any way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, um, so with the teddy bear, you know, once I, once I tap into the person's energy field, I assume that they're sitting in front of me. And so I use the teddy bear and I touch the teddy bear in the same places that I would touch the person when they, or if they are physically in front of me, because I also do in-person readings, you know, mm -hmm. and I, I literally get the same information. So I'll typically scan the person's body first or the teddy bear first, right? From the sole of the feet to the top of the head, just with my hands, like just going over a scan to see where the energy um, where I'm feeling more activity because, you know, that's a big indication for me. Some places in the body will feel very active, you know, lots of motion and some places in the body will not. And so I can get a sense for kind of what is happening with the person based on how much activity I'm feeling energetically when I do the scan. Uh, but I generally start all of my sessions at the sole of the feet. There's so much information at the sole of the feet. And I don't know if it's because the feet have so many nerve endings, but the feet are like the sole of the feet are just so much information there. So, um, you know, I'll start with the left sole of the foot and I'll be able to feel, you know, if it's airy energy there, if the energy feels slow, if it's fast, if it's, you know, muddy, if it's um, textured, I can feel all kinds of things. And then I'm also seeing images in my mind's eye connected to what I'm feeling that is telling me more about the information. So that's why I was saying people who are clear tangent, all these things are happening at once that are giving us different, different ways for us to get information. Got it. So do you feel like people who are Claire Tangent, which I've never heard of before, I don't think. I <laughs> Me neither. I know I'd heard Clairvoyant, Clairsentient, Clairgustant, Clairaudient, Claircognizant. Yes. Um, and then Clear Taste, which you have as Clairfactance, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, that's Clear Smell. Clear Salience. Is clear taste? Is there are a couple of words that people use for clear taste. I mean, I use clear gustance as taste and clear olfactance for smell. Oh, but that makes sense. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Clear. So what's clear salience? I think it's just another word that is used to describe either clear gustance or clear olfactance. You're saying gustance. Is it gustance and not gustance? I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> but Claire Tangent was a new word for me too, because in the early years, I learned I could do this quote unquote accidentally. You know, I was not seeking it. It kind of found me. And in the early years, um, I used to tell people, oh, it's like Reiki. 
but I'm talking because I didn't know clear tangent was a word and I didn't know how to describe what I was doing, you know? And I also think it's really important that people follow their own guidance because everyone is gifted, you know, extremely gifted even in at least one way, <laughs> likely multiple ways, mm-hmm. you know, and it's really important that you follow your own thing and, and whatever you're curious about and whatever feels comfortable and good to you, because you'll be guided to what you're, to finding out what your particular spiritual gift is, if you're open to it. So that brings me to the question, how is this different than Reiki? How do you, how do you experience the two? Mm-hmm. And what would be the different experience in being a, pa- a cl- I say patient, a client of yours versus a client in, re- in a Reiki healing session? The most um, significant difference is that Reiki is silent. So during a Reiki session, the practitioner is just channeling the energy that person is not talking to you at all and giving you any information about what they're feeling. My sessions, I'm talking the entire time. It's all about me giving you information about what your body is telling me, you know, and, you know, solutions and suggestions for how you can come into more harmony and various aspects of your life based on what your body's telling me. So that's the, that's the major difference. Um, But so you're not necessarily manipulating or shifting energy per se. You might be, but you're more talking with the person about what they can do to shift their own energy. Yes, in a sense. And I'm also, because I'm a Reiki level two practitioner, you know, I'm also, you know, channeling divine energy and, and that is happening as well. So both are happening in my sessions. I don't even promote the Reiki. I just talk about the clear tangent sessions, because you're going to automatically get that if you have a session with me. And how often, like, I guess I'm always trying to think about, okay, how is this compared to a therapy session? Mm. What is the kind of, is it that you feel these things, share these things, and then you do some energy shifting and then the person goes themselves and they um, do some of the work to help shift what you spoke about. And then you tap back into their energy. Cause I'm always very curious about uh, energy healing in general. And, you know, when people say I'm an energy healer, I think energy can look a million different ways. Absolutely. So what, what (laughs) I could say, I'm an energy healer too, as a therapist, because I am in some ways healing people's energy. You know, it's it's what you think about in terms of how you define energy. Yes, absolutely. And that's such a good question. Thank you for asking that. Because when I think about the difference between like my work and say my dad's work, you know, um, my late dad, um, I, I'm able to receive information that people are not telling you (laughs) and also information that the person themselves may not even have fully admitted to themselves or have a full awareness of, you know? So for example, um, I had a session recently with a man and while I was on his heart chakra, I immediately felt a a shield, you know, like a a covering uh, around his heart chakra. And I learned that he very intentionally put that there as a way of protecting himself because, but he didn't realize that he was also not allowing himself to receive love because he put this huge shield there because of his past experiences with being hurt, you know? And so it's, it's, 
that's something he wasn't aware of. You know, he didn't realize he'd done it on purpose and that that was in his energy and that it was impacting like his physical life and how he's operating and showing up and attracting people in various ways, not just relationships, but in all ways, you know? So I think that's the major difference. You know, when it comes to energy, I can pick up absolutely anything. And the body is so intelligent. It holds every memory from utero. So I can literally pick up anything. And I I would argue pre, you know, if you're coming in with past life trauma or something that you've experienced. um, And I also pick up family members, you know, I pick up for some reason, and this has been the case consistently over 11 years. I tend to pick up mother energy on the left rib cage, father energy on the right rib cage. That is consistent. I can also, sometimes someone's um, lover will show up in the session. You know, I remember I was on a woman's solar plexus and I just felt the energy of her boyfriend who just excessively talked, you know, it was incredible how much this person was a talker. And so she was just cracking up laughing because it was so true. Mm. You know, I can pick up someone's grandmother. It really depends on the person and what is resonating with them. Um, But I can also pick up the energies of other people. So how can we use these, this intelligence if we can tap into it in our everyday lives? How do we quiet ourselves enough to hear the information that's being communicated to us? Yes. I mean, I think all the general, you know, rules of self-care that are out there are definitely applicable to this, you know, journaling, spending time alone, whatever exercise resonates with you that enables you to be more introspective is absolutely helpful. You know, for some people, um, they don't have time to be quiet or to be alone. So you have to find those moments. But, you know, what I've also learned in addition to that is really about acknowledging that this is already happening. (laughs) It is already happening to you in a beginner level. And it's about shifting your perception, your mental perception, your intellectual mental perception about the fact that this is already happening. It is not something that is like out there You know, it is something that very much lives inside of you and has lived inside of you your entire life. So I think, you know, if people can just understand that this is not supernatural, it is natural and it's not inaccessible. It is very accessible. Just that mental shift alone will allow you to experience yourself and your environment differently and you'll be more aware of the cues, you know, but if you think that, oh, this is something that only certain people experience or it's woo woo or, you know, something like that, then you already created a really big barrier. (laughs) Well, and I always think of, I I think I was just talking about this. God, I've recorded so much. I can't remember where. (laughs) um, I don't know if it was on someone else's podcast or my podcast or for other content. Um, But, so I apologize if you've already heard this, but it's always good reinforcement. I always think of little babies and how you can watch them and how sometimes some, you know, if they're passed to someone, how they respond. And I always think, that's interesting. Like, why did they just cry or, you know, startle when someone walks in the room or they're a little bit more, um, apprehensive with some people than others and same with animals. Right. And so it's like, okay, what are those intuitive senses that eventually get clouded out as we get older because our mind and the busyness and all of the life stuff really shifts, shifts the way our mind allows us to access that 
It's part of Absolutely. our brain. That's such a good point. And I'm so glad you said that too, because I'm also a trauma survivor. And what is so interesting is typically I think children are extremely primed. I think we have all the goods when we're kids. And as we get older, we tend to disbelieve or, you know, for some other reason, we get pulled away from that, that, that innate knowing that we have as infants. Um, and what I've learned as someone who has experienced trauma and healing from trauma every day, you know, I've learned that the more I um, heal from my trauma, the more my, uh, all of this expands for me as well. You know, because so much of accessing this information from yourself is really about how well you are managing your yourself, right? Mm -hmm. In all capacities, the kind of care that you're giving to yourself, everything from eating well and exercising to getting enough sleep to, you know, being honest with yourself and admitting your pain and being able to work through things that you're challenged by. Because if you have those kind of barriers, it's definitely going to make it more difficult for you to access this information because it's coming from such a pure, honest place. You have to actually be, you know, kind of primed to receive that information. And if and if you're, you know, you have all these other things going on in your life that are, that are taking you away from your truth, then it will be more challenging. Does that make well, sense? Yeah. And I also think particularly with childhood trauma, mm -hmm. typically, I don't want to say typically, but often those children, I think, have incredible intuition because they've been forced to be able to read people and predict I what, totally you know, so, so their senses are in many ways really heightened to that because yes. you have to know, you know, how is so-and-so going to walk in the door tonight and how yep. do I need to be in response to that? Oh, so unfortunately, I think people who have experienced childhood trauma are really training that muscle from a very early age as a self-protective factor and yes. don't even realize it as adults sometimes that that's what's happening for them, that their ability to read people and, and, and feel often people will say they're em empaths yes. to feel that intense emotion is because it was a survival skill early on. That is such a beautiful note to, to, to make because I totally agree. And I see it in people in my personal life who have experienced trauma as children. And they are exceptionally skilled at, you know, certain things that the average person is not, is not even aware of most of mm -hmm. the time, you know, because mm -hmm. they have had that training. And yeah, I think it's a really beautiful thing for people who have experienced trauma to know and to be aware of because that's so empowering, you know and can really support them on their healing journeys. And when you talk about healing trauma intuitively, mm -hmm. what do you what do you mean by that? How do you <laughs> yeah. how do you if someone's saying I'm not intuitive, mm -hmm. you're saying they are. So mm -hmm. how do they begin to, to to work on this? Is this sort of what you were talking about a little bit earlier? Kind of. I mean, I credit my intuition with my ability to heal myself, you know. 
Um, and for me, it showed up and I'm naturally introspective. It's just the human being that I am. Right. Um, and so for me, it showed up by guiding me to all these new activities and things. And I just listened to myself, you know, I didn't put them off. So, you know, follow the things that you're curious about that you have an interest in, even if it's something you've never heard of, because your inner intelligence will guide you. I think it, it guides all of us all the time, regardless of how intuitive you are or are not. You know, the, the the noteworthy thing is that you can expand that guidance so that you're having more of what you desire in life and you are feeling happier and more, you know, more joy in your life. So um, it's really about trusting yourself and really following, making the time for the things that you are curious about. Because, you know, I think of guidance as kind of like a a set of like breadcrumbs, you know, now, and you may not understand in the moment why you are attracted to this thing or something, you know, something you read or heard about. But once you actually explore the thing, you will start to understand and maybe, and it could show up in so many ways. So you could be guided to go to a particular class and maybe you meet someone there, right? That has information for you, or maybe it's the, or it's the class itself and the activity in the class that does something for you that you would have never imagined. So it can show up in countless ways. The key is for people to really follow and listen to um, the things that they're curious about. And to recognize that that too is intuition. Yes, I think absolutely. people think it needs to be like you're hearing the voice of God for right. intuition, right? Like right. suddenly into your mind's eye or into your mind's ear comes like, hello, turn left at the light. Right. I don't know. I've never experienced it being that. No, me neither. That like distinct from my general day-to-day experiences. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's why I say we're doing it all the time and people just don't realize it, right? It's, it's you. Um, I don't know. An example is, you know, if you are being guided to like eat a certain thing, right? Like you have a taste for a certain thing, right? Or maybe like that's your intuition too. It shows up in so many ways. Mm, so mm-hmm. just acknowledging that it's, it's, it's not this, like I said, it's not this supernatural thing. It's a very, you know, grounded way to experience yourself in life. Mm. Well, Ebony, this was really enlightening for me, even I love talking about it. It's a reminder to me always, you know, how intuition is showing up every day for us. Tell my listeners if they want to learn more. I I know you have a book, you're working on a book. So tell my listeners where they can find you, where they can learn more about you. Yeah, sure. The best way is really my Instagram account because I, um, right now I, I just am finishing a series on the seven clairs, you know, talking about sharing how everyone is experiencing it at the beginner level. Um, so I share lots of information about intuition on my Instagram, which is at intuitive ebony, E-B-O-N-I writes, W-R-I-T-E-S. And you can also link my website from there, which is just my name, um, ebonybanks.me. And yeah, I've written two books, one of which I'm really excited about birthing into the world soon, which is a workbook teaching people how to access their intuition from a very practical, grounded Mm. perspective. Love that. Well, thank you so much for your time, Ebony, and for your insights and for your intuition. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me, Amy. Like what you heard today and want to hear more? Wondering what comes next and what it all means? 
Head over to Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you get your podcasts and hit subscribe. Also, if you could take a minute to rate and review my podcast, I would really appreciate it. Stay tuned as we continue to explore life, death, and the space between. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.